Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. Johnny, check this out. I got this flyer in the mail for a hoops competition down at the county gymnasium. A hoops competition? Yeah, you know what that means? Uh, yeah, we're about to win something. We've been practicing with our hula hoops forever. Man, we've had this hula hoop routine down pat for a month now. We're really good. I don't, I don't think people are going to realize just how good that we can be and really push ourselves and who we are with this routine that we have. Yeah, my mom was watching us practice the other day with our hula hoops. Yeah. And she said, you know, just looking at you guys, you know, your physical prowess, you would think you wouldn't be able to even tie your own shoes. Yeah, and she would be correct. We can't do that. But she but was impressed by our hula hoop routine. We can't tie our own shoes. However, we can hula hoop like some sons of guns. Yes. So that's what we're going to do. Let's go uh, sign right. us up. You grab your sparkly one. I got, I got my I... striped pink one. Yep, let's go do this. Man, I love hula hooping. Uh, this is my favorite thing to do is do some hula hooping. Yep. Oh, look, we're already here at the gymnasium. Wow, that's a really fast time travel thing. Man, this shit. place is packed. It's, it's a, a wow, there's a lot of people. Hoops here. Competition. here we go. All right. Why are, uh, why are people playing basketball? It's really loud in here. Ah, it smells like sweat. Oh, it smells like sweat. It sure does. Everybody's playing basketball, and uh, they got their shirts off and they're all muscly. This is ridiculous. Where are the hula hoops? Excuse me, sir. Uh, is this the place for the hoops competition? Why is it looking at you, strangely? Uh, he's looking at me like he wants to punch me. I don't know. Well, here, let's just let's just do it. All right, let's start over to it. Here, I got the boom box. All you right. press the play button. All right, here I go, and I push the play right about now. All right. Uh, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. Here good. we go. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. And hula hoop. Hula hoop. Yep, yep. Make the sounds when I'm hula hooping. I always do the same. Hula hooping. This is what hoops is all about. Hoops, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Man, yeah. Hey, this is getting in the mood for my favorite podcast. Hey, yeah, what podcast is that? Retro Bliss. I told myself I was going to be more subdued mm-hmm. for once in our podcasting lives. <laughs> yes. And here it begins. <clears throat> I've been listening to a lot of NPR, so I think mm-hmm. I can do this. Hello, everybody. This is a brand new episode of Retro Bliss. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to us and to... Uh, man, if I keep talking like that, it's going to be like every other podcast that talks about retro games. <laughs> you put me to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining well, us on this brand new episode of Retro Blast. This one is coming to you uh, at the wire, as they say. That's how yeah. dedicated we are to you. We're recording this on a Monday, and it's going to come out tomorrow, we hope. Trevor literally, literally jumped out of a boat to get here to do this. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, 
I'm a hero. I think we established that last yeah. week. And you just keep proving it with yeah. every with every day I'm of a your life. Middle aged teenage hero turtle. <laughs> we are Not, technically middle aged now. You realize that? Sad. Depressed. Sad. That's what I am now. Sad I don't think and people will consider thirties middle aged, but I'm pretty sure it is for it us. Does. It feels like it physically <laughs> <laughs> depression. Laugh. We laugh so we don't cry about yeah. our lives. Here we go. Uh so, we played a game for the NES this time, and it's called Hoops. This one has a special place for me and you, but we'll get into that. Before yeah. we do that, Trevor, a quick Patreon shout-out. Go to Patreon, look at Retroblist, and please, if you wish, support us and join our Patreon calls. And that calls us to uh, make us slightly less depressed than we are. Yeah, give us a dollar. Yeah. Or give us five dollars. Yeah, either one of those we would appreciate. Hey, and while you're doing that, yep. since we're really needy, uh-huh. head to iTunes. Do it! If you enjoy what we do at all, leave us a five-star review. That's it's, right. iTunes shoots your podcast up towards the top when you get more reviews. Even if you don't enjoy what you're hearing, and Lord, knows, you? Lord knows we can't blame you for that, Yeah, but you have sympathy and pity for us as mm-hmm. human beings, go to iTunes and help us out. Yeah. <laughs> Give us five stars. Though, you know... Everybody knows that we do not deserve that, but please give us that because we beg for it. Yeah, exactly. Like other podcasts do, but we're very upfront about how needy we are. <laughs> we don't even hide how annoying we are, I guess. Or pathetic. Is that our thing now? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, annoying and pathetic. Okay. Uh-huh. Speaking of uh, maybe not annoying or pathetic. Or maybe it is. Hoops, 1988, Jalico. Ooh. For the Nintendo Entertainment System. One of the early basketball games on the NES I don't think it was quite the first, but it was one of the very first. That's right. And def- I'm just going to say, I think this is the first basketball game I ever played. It has to be one of the first ones I ever played, because I played over at your house. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember ever playing one on the Atari until we did our Atari special here recently. Yeah. We played the tar out of this. Me, you, yeah. and your brother Derek played this game a lot. We did. This is one of those ones where we'd sit in your living room floor and just play this for hours and hours. And after playing it today, uh, I don't know how we did it. <laughs> it is amazing because I remember this isn't a game we picked up and played for ten minutes at a time. We did sit down and just oh yeah, we had... hammer it out for an hour or so with this game at a time. Yep, which is probably not going to make sense once you hear about it. It's a pretty simple game, very much so. But we were simple-minded children <laughs> and adults. Yeah, really. I didn't even say adults, right? I said adults. adults. I adults. said children. Children, uh-huh. we're good at this job. So, <laughs> so please, please. Oh yeah, Hoops. Hoops has graphics. It does. So let's talk about this. Graphics. Let's talk about the graphics. That's a great way to segue into that. Yeah, Trevor. Graphically, this game is, huh? It's dated. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I yeah. mean, it. I would date it. Yeah, but I'm fairly lonely. <laughs> I was going to go somewhere with that, but I'm not going to. There we go. It is a you know. A slightly older NES game to begin with. The characters don't really have faces when they're playing. That's right. Except for one is named face, to be fair. And he doesn't have a face either, though, when I he's know. playing. That's the, that's the trick it gives you there. But I will say, compared to some NES sports games, the whole thing has a little bit of character to it. It really does. So it's not terribly graphically. It's not terrible, but this it's also as bare bones as you can get. It's yeah. not a full court. It's all half court. Mm-hmm. On top of that, there's never more than four players at one time on the court. Yeah, it's one on one or two on two. Yeah, uh, the dunk screens when you're going to dunk are all fairly similar and the same for the most part. So there's four. 
apparently, and I had to think about this till I read it, there's four dunk screens possible. Right. One is you slam dunking with nobody else on the screen. Right. One is you slam dunking and somebody's trying to block you. Right. One is you slam dunking and getting blocked. And another and the one, other one is you missing with nobody else on the screen with yeah. you. <laughs> and we witnessed all those today. Yeah. It almost <laughs> seems random, those four possibilities. Yeah. But anyways. So that's a little bit of character, though. They didn't have to do that. Right. A whole up close and personal. And they do have faces in the slam dunk screen. That's right. To be fair. But the basketball doesn't have anything. No. It's just a <laughs> The sphere. basketball looks like a flat Weird. prune. Yes, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I will say, just to back up what you're saying, the fact that this game overall has character is what is... It may be when we get to our final scores, it's saving grace, but we'll find out. Mm-hmm. I so think I, there's really not more you can say graphically. All the players are, some of them look very similar, so it's hard to tell when there's more than, like, example I'm trying to give here is we were playing two on two. Mm-hmm. Two of the characters looked very similar. The clothing was similar. Mm-hmm. And it just was really difficult to tell. Even though there's arrows over who you are, yeah. it was still difficult to tell which one you were at times. They also made some of the characters a lot shorter than others, yeah, which makes it easier. But yeah, if you got two characters that are similar, even if one's supposed to be a girl, one's a boy, it's still hard to tell them yeah, apart. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. But I will say, this might be silly, but I remember back in the day when we played this, I thought the graffiti that's like painted in the background looked kind of realistic. Yeah. I don't know if it does today. They just kept, they did a little things in this game yeah. to give a character. That's one of those. Yeah, it felt like you're playing a, this is an NBA game. This is, you know, backstreet hoops. Yeah. And it, it gives enough of that feeling. It works. And there were two courts you could choose from, but they were just different colors. <laughs> yeah, east and west looked the same pretty much. Just a different color. West was blue. What was east? I don't remember. Pinkish red, I think. No, you're probably right. Uh, we'll talk about the music. Let's do it. Let's get into it. The music, Trevor. Music. Let's get into it. Into it. Let's do it. The music in this game, I definitely remembered it as soon as we started. Yeah, for sure. It stuck with me. It reminds me a lot of California Games, which is not in the same company. I can, yeah, I can see what you're saying. It gives but, you the same feel listening to it. Yeah. It, it definitely was appropriate for the for the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually a couple of different tracks on here, which really surprised me. I was just expecting maybe an opening theme over that first screen, the, yeah. and then maybe a, a music playing during the game, but... There's actually quite a few little songs in here, and I gotta be honest, none of them were bad. No, no, it's not. It's I would say kind of like the graphics. There's nothing stellar about the music, but it's got a little bit of personality. Yeah. So I, I give it a passing grade for charm. I agree with you on there. But yeah, the, there's none of the music that was like last week's episode with Doctor Mario. There's none of it that's like classic like that was, but none of it that's bad. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. But. The real meat and potatoes of uh-huh. any basketball game, any sports game, is the gameplay. That's right. What do you think about just the way it feels to shoot baskets in this game? At first, it was difficult because when you're used to playing pretty much every basketball game that's come out, mm-hmm. shooting is one of the things that they've really defined over the years and gotten way better with it, and it's way more precise now. Mm-hmm. And I'm so used to that. But when you play hoops for the NES, you got to throw all that out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we discovered, or you discovered, I think, actually, that if you just push the shoot button twice pretty rapidly, you would almost always make it. So, as children, as little ignorant children, we assume, not so ignorantly, that you're supposed to have some kind of timing to it. Yeah, we, we assume that you would have to release the shot at the top of your jump. Like, like a jump shot. Like a jump shot. <laughs> yeah. But what I found out, 
I think by accident, is just press it as quickly as you can. Like, boom, boom. Yeah. Press the B button twice rapidly, and you'll make it a lot more often. Yeah. Um, so and That's actually way more... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's way more... You're If you're smart and you want to score, do that instead of trying to dunk. You're way more yeah. likely to make it if you're going to do that. I think that. you're only about 15 or 20% likely to make it if you dunk. Yeah. And if you shoot it, you're about 50%. Yeah, even, even by yourself, by the way. Yeah, even if you're not being blocked. Yeah. So, yeah, the the computer was really hard to beat till we discovered that. And then they're still pretty tough. Yeah, they're very but, tough. Uh, the computer is also very cheap. They're so cheap in this game. You got to, to beat the computer, you got to out-cheap it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we started doing. You really do. You just hammer. <laughs> when you don't have the ball, here's a secret to yeah. hoops. When you don't have the ball... Just hammer both the buttons and hope that you steal it. Yeah. Um, when you do have the ball, shoot it as quick as you can because they're going to steal it. If you oh, don't. 100%. Yeah. And that, I'm just going to say, that's the most annoying thing in this game to me is how easy it is to have the ball stolen. I didn't even realize I lost the ball and I'm shooting and realize I don't have the ball anymore. Yeah. They steal it so quick and you don't even know it. One time you were actually dunking and you didn't realize that that was you dunking. Yes, because I, I didn't realize I'd stolen the ball. Yeah, that's the <laughs> truth. That really happened. Yeah, that shouldn't happen. Yeah. There needs to be some little flashing. The ball needs to flash or something when it's been stolen. Because I would steal it and have no idea I'd stolen the ball. So let's talk about the game modes. Yeah. All right. The main one, I think, is the one we've already alluded to. And that is just your half-court basketball. Uh, You can play one-on-one. You can play two-on-two. And you can also play uh, one-on-one, but like against the computer, or one-on-one against, you know, a second player. Right. And uh, this is way better as a two-player game, is obvious. I think. I mean, yeah, I was thinking about that. I, I know people that probably don't have anybody else to play with get tired of us saying it, but <laughs> that's a until statement. except for when we get together to to record Retro Bliss, I'll pretty much only play games single player too. And you, you're the same, I think. Right. Yeah. So I, we're not anti-single player because mostly that's all we get to play. Hey, too. One of my all-time favorite game uh, uh, game series is Bioshock, and that's just one-player game all the right. way. Right. So. We do not hate one-player games. What it is, though, is there are just certain games, especially in the Nintendo era, that are just way more fun if you can do it with a buddy. And this is one of those, I, I just can't imagine spending much time with it without somebody to play it with. But, yeah, it really adds to the replayability if you're playing it with someone yeah. else. And that's just how it is. Uh, the other thing you can do is around the world. And if, for yes. those who don't know what that is, we know what it is just because we, we would play pickup basketball and sometimes we would play around the world. And in a, in IRL in real life. Yeah. And that's just where you start and you're shooting around the the basketball from a certain distance away and you got to go around to different spots to shoot mm-hmm. and you got to make it before you can move to the next spot. Yeah. It's like progressing. Yeah. You can't go to the next stage until you make this basket. That's right. This <laughs> is by far the, how can I say this? First of all, it's by far the mode we spent the most time with as kids. Yeah. Yes, I which blows my mind. Which blows my mind. Yeah, we play this. I remember sitting down and playing this mode for an hour straight. And I don't know how we did it. We were really like, stupid. What kids. you're about to say makes me feel really. Yeah, dumb. we were really stupid kids. We were very dumb, and thankfully we're slightly slightly less stupid now, but only slightly. This mode is there's no skill whatsoever involved in this. A hundred percent. All it does is it puts you at your spot, and then you're holding the ball, getting ready to shoot it. And then an arrow will randomly move about around the basket and the and the rim. And he doesn't mean randomly. Randomly, all over the place. <laughs> and you just gotta hope when you hit the button that it's stopped near the rim and that the ball goes in. 
So at the most, you could argue the only skill involved is when it's lined up perfectly, you got to be really quick. Yeah. But it's so stinking random. And it's and a, I and just gave up on it. And the arrow's really fast, too, it by is. the way. It's not slow at all. It's not like, um, I know at least the first NBA 2K for the Dreamcast, where you kind of have to hold the triggers yeah. and line the arrows up. It's not like that. It's like this arrow spazzing out and just dancing all over the screen. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it, it goes wacko. That's yeah. great. So that's pretty annoying. <laughs> it's it's. We'll be honest, it's very annoying. I don't know how we played it that much as kids. Yeah. I don't. I could never. I very much enjoyed the regular mode compared to this one today. Yes. The, the round the world mode is a neat novelty, but it's almost just more to laugh at each other missing yeah. so many shots. Because we missed a lot. It and took like us forever. You airball a lot yeah. in this. I don't think. I don't think either of us got two in a row. No, if I'm thinking never right. did. Yeah. So, but the one-on-one mode is either you against a computer or you against a friend, and the computer's so cheap. I think it's better against a friend. But I think my favorite mode was actually the two-on-two mode, where we're on the same team yeah. and we're faced against two computer players. It was way more fun, and you definitely have to work together in a strange yeah. way. But there's also a lot of luck because the computer is incredibly cheap, like we said before. They are very, very cheap. We cannot stress that enough. They yeah. are dirt bags. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They steal it from you constantly. Oh, and there was a literally at least five or six possessions in which Trevor either charged to get somebody because he just happened to move and they were just perfectly set for yeah, some reason. They would stand right in front of me and I would just try to move yeah. towards the basket one step and I would get charging foul. Yeah, which you would never get called for you, but yeah, you would get called for it. So I, I felt so, so cheated by the computer. But yeah. when we were playing two player, it was kind of funny instead yeah. of frustrating. And you can actually set how the game kind of plays, which is kind of neat. They really took a lot into how uh, basketball pickup games are played. Yeah, street and, games. And that you can set what you're going to score to to win. Uh, you can set it if it's winners out or losers out, and that just means the possession of the ball. Like if you score and it's losers out, then the other team gets the ball. But if it's winners out and you score, you get the ball back again. Which the last game we played, we played the winners out mode where you just keep getting the ball over and over if you yeah. score it. And we were getting destroyed, like two points to eight. Yeah, and then we made a miraculous comeback. We made a comeback. We scored like six or seven in a row. And we were legit cheering, honestly. I was getting really into it. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, this game is going to get some points because we were getting into yeah, it. Yeah, it was actually a lot of fun that way. We were like shouting, like, come on. Yeah. And so, when we won, we, we hurrahed. Yeah, so I would recommend, honestly, to do winners out, honestly. Yeah. It sounds like it wouldn't give you more of a chance. It sounds weird. But you actually have a better shot that way, yeah. I feel. So and also you can also uh, choose which court and that's just two of them Eastern or yeah. Western. So and that's just a color change on the basketball court, pretty much. But probably the real charm of the game, yes, is the characters. That's right. There, are, how many characters are there to choose from? After you select the, after you get this game going, you can pick between some characters. Eight. Each one has a profile. There's eight of them, like Trevor just said, and it's a mixture all across the board of men and women. Yeah, and it's pretty much different play styles. Uh, like each yeah. ones have different strengths and weaknesses. Um, but the main thing that really blew my mind about this game, because when we were growing up and playing it, we just played it as a two player pickup basketball game. We never thought anything else about it. Each of these characters not only has their strengths and weaknesses, but they also have uh, endings, (laughs) storylines. So I have the strengths and weaknesses pulled up, but I'm not sure that's that interesting. I don't think it is. It's not even important. But what I'm trying to say though is... Each of these characters not only has an ending. This game we found out today. I don't. I never knew this. I don't know no. if you knew this or not. But there's actually a progression through this game. That's why there's a continue mm-hmm. screen, uh, and actually it gives you passwords to continue. Mm-hmm. And that's just to play the next group, and you can actually progress and keep beating them until you get to the end. And when you beat the last team, you get this incredible ending that gives you. 
You know, you remember back in the eighties, this really reminded me of this. Mm-hmm. Your movies, a lot of your movies would do like what happened to these characters years later. Yeah. And this does that same thing. It literally says four years later. Yeah. And you get to see what happened to all these kids. Yeah. And we'll just take turns reading these. Yeah, let's do it. So Mr. Doc is the first one. And four years later, Mr. Doc is an NBA star forward. He signed a major deal with the Jalico Limited to promote their smash hit video game, Hoops. <laughs> then we have Jammer. Jammer is a pro- uh, uh, wow, I'm doing good already. Is a popular rap DJ in Baltimore. When he is not on the air, he can still be found at the playground. Uh, Barbie. <laughs> so here's some 80 sexism work. Yeah. So Barbie, does she become, you think, an NBA star or a professional DJ? What do you think would be like her heart's content? I would, I would hope she would strive to do something really awesome that kind of... Astronaut, maybe? Oh, that would be awesome, yeah. So Barbie becomes married to her college coach. Oh, which is creepy. Yeah. Uh, she beats him at one-on-one basketball during their honeymoon. Oh. And she even spotted him eight points. Do you think that's a euphemism? <laughs> So, your next one is Face. <laughs> uh, face, Ivy League basketball star and team heartthrob, Trevor. Mm. But uh, now he's <laughs> but now he's waiting tables and trying to break into showbiz. Something tells me he never makes it. <laughs> yeah. These could be really depressing if they wanted to be. Bomber signed a multi-million dollar contract with the Washington Weasels. He's the shortest guard in NBA history. And somebody makes a good point here. He says, wonder why she wasn't in the WNBA. I think Bomber was supposed to be a girl, wasn't she? I don't know. I really don't know. But it says that she got into the NBA. (laughs) I don't know. Something doesn't add up there. I don't know. Either way, there's not a team called the Washington uh, Weasels. Yes, either way, it doesn't work. Zap. Zap, top-notch sports agent. Presently looking for seven-footers who can play defense. Call now. Oh, man. And then we have Legs, who was a female character. She's a U.S. track star. She was hired by a major network to do commentary for the next Olympics in Teaneck, New Jersey. Yeah. Well, it's funny that the next Olympics are in New Jersey, but at least they give this woman some sort of awesome career. She yeah. didn't just get married to her daggum college coach <laughs> and her story ends with her playing one-on-one basketball against them. <laughs> No, we're saying there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. It just has a kind of creepy vibe to it. It really does. <laughs> yeah. And then our last but not least is Wiz. That's his name. He was a chemist, uh, discovered how to turn iron into gold, but lost the formula in his messy apartment. Wow. <laughs> so so when he finished the game, it's straight up like a Family Matters montage yeah. of what happened to all these characters. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, anyway. that honestly won some points for me. Yeah, <laughs> because just booting this up and playing it, I, I looked at you at first and I was like, you know, I remember this being way better when we were kids. Mm. Like we played games that we loved as kids that still hold up very well today, like any of the Ninja Turtle games, pretty much, mm-hmm. or Donkey Kong Country or the Mario games or whatever. But this one, honestly, when we were first playing it, I was like, I don't know. What yeah. were we thinking as kids? And I'm a guy who absolutely adores and loves basketball, but it was taking a lot. But then little things started coming back to me. Little pieces of uh, of personality was shining through mm-hmm. in this game. Little little bits of character. And that's what you got to really focus on on this game. Mm-hmm. And that really saved it for me. Because honestly, going in without all that, this is just a bare bones basketball game. It's not even that great. Mm-hmm. And it would have a pretty low score to me. Speaking of, do you want to go and give your score? Yeah, we can, let's do it. Let's give yeah. our final scores. Like I was just saying all that, just based on basketball alone, 
It's easy to learn and pick up. I'll give it that. But it's not the greatest. Definitely there's better ones out there for mm-hmm. sure, 100%. But it's passable. Like, if I was just basing it on that, I would give it probably a four. But this game has all kinds of character. I mean, it honestly goes above and beyond a lot of other basketball games, even ones that are like pickup basketball games, mm-hmm. giving their characters a little more flair to them, a little more uh, a little more uh, personality. So with that being said, all that, and the fact that I discovered today that you could actually play this as a progression-type game, mm-hmm. I got to give this a six and a half. Oh, wow. That's... Especially as a two-player game. That's what I'm going to really, really uh, push on. If you play two-player, two-on-two versus the computer, mm-hmm. that's where you're doing the best with this game. I'm giving it a six and a half, and it's almost all of it's based on how much character this game honestly it oozes out. <laughs> the ending, especially. Yeah, is. the ending really, really gave it. The ending by itself gives it a solid point for me. And, yeah. Well, I guess I'll go and start with my review. I pretty much agree with everything Johnny said. Um, I don't think I come out quite as uh, maybe quite as impressed as he was. But the more he played it, to be honest, the more I enjoyed it. I was about to just say, I'm done, let's quit, because yeah. the computer is super cheap and they're annoying me. But then we played that last game where we pulled out the last second and one and literally cheered, like almost high-five. Yeah. Like I was thinking, I'm going to high-five Johnny. My hand was up like, to be high-fived and you kind of just didn't high-five yeah, me. Yeah, like, I think we were both thinking it. We were just broken and didn't do it. No, my hand was up to be high-fived. Your hand was, was up? Yeah, it was. Yeah. That's interesting. Because <laughs> my mind, I was thinking, hey, his hand's not up. I'm not going to be silly. No, we should I'm not going to be the loser. It was a perfect high five moment. It was, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you got to say it's fun if it causes that kind of reaction. Now, to some extent, these old sports games with two players can be fun no, just about no matter what if you're playing with a buddy. Yeah. But this one, the gameplay itself is very eh. But it has just enough to, to, to be fun. Um... I think it is kind of hard to review these old sports games, but not really because some of my favorite sports games are on the NES. Uh, Super Spike Volleyball, which I want to cover at some point, to this day, one of the most fun sports games I've ever played. Yeah, that one's a blast. We definitely have to cover that one. Um, And plus uh, Bad News Baseball, which we played. There's several baseball games on the NES that are great. I can't think of too many great basketball games on the NES that still hold up. I don't think this is probably the best one, but it probably does have the most character maybe. Um, I'm going to give it a five and a half. To me, it just sits very slightly above average because it does have that little spark of character. Um, five and a half out of ten. I think it's worth playing. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's deep. It's ridiculously uh, cheap. I cannot stress how cheap the AI is. They're very annoying. Um, and the way you make baskets doesn't really make any sense. Like, there's no timing to it. <laughs> but it's fun. I think it's worth playing, especially if you have a friend. Just don't expect the next, um, I don't know, what's a great NES sports game? Mario Golf. Don't expect the next oh, yeah. NES Open. That's right, yeah. yeah. It's nowhere near that. Uh, this game is going for about, I've seen it under 10 to 5, under 5 bucks oh, yeah. quite a bit. It's fairly cheap. It's more than $5. You know what? Yeah. What, we gave a 5.5 and a 6.5? And yeah. Um, it's RetroBooks approved for that price. And to be honest with you, you probably need to buy it just for the cover. I mean, look at that cover. Yeah, the cover's pretty. Uh, it's pretty different. It's yeah, it's it's something else. You need to yeah. check out the cover. Yeah. But so I say Retro Bliss approved, but um, 
probably just because it's it's worth the five or ten bucks. Yeah, agree, yeah. agree. If it was going for more than that, then I don't know if I could justify it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Trevor, we of course uh, went to our social medias. We did. And that includes Instagram. It does include Instagram. Where do you find us on Instagram? You go to Instagram. Okay. Search for Retro Blist. Mm, I can do that. Follow our page and see all kinds of posts of old, old games and random stuff that I post. All right. I think you should do that. I will. I'll do it now. So I posted Hoops. Said, hey, what's your memories of this game? MJ's Game Room said he never played it, but he's going to have to look into it. Cecil Dredge said, cool. Being from Canada, I'm more of a hockey fan, so I never played many basketball NES games as a kid or currently. However, I do remember playing this one. It wasn't terrible. Wasn't great, but not terrible. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Not terrible, but not great. Like us. <laughs> uh, Drew Baca, Andrew Coed. He said, what's brown and sticky? Oh, I love riddles. He says, pause, let the other host answer. What's brown and sticky? Yeah. Okay. Getting a lot of trouble for this. Who was that main bad guy at the end of Conquer's Bad Fur Day? John the Great P. Mighty Pooh. Yeah, that. A stick. Oh. Yeah. Boo. All right, so <laughs> Christopher Skulls, Sculptor on Instagram, said, I never played this one. Look forward to hearing your review of it. So, Johnny, do we have a Facebook page for Retro Blist? I'm glad you asked, Trevor, because no, we don't. No, oh. wait, I'm just kidding. We totes do. Oh, we do, okay. Just go to Facebook, look up Retro Blist, and join the community there that's growing each mm-hmm. and every day, and we're grateful for that. Except for when we ask for more followers, and then we don't get those. Yep. <laughs> Check out the page and see what we're talking about. So, here we go. This is the feedback we got for Hoops. Evan Nixon said, It's double dribble on the streets. I can imagine Johnny and Trevor had fun playing this in preparation for this review. And we did. Yeah. Multiplayer is where this game shines the most. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Really looking forward to hearing the memories. One thing that always bothered me about the cover logo, the second ball in hoops looks like a baseball. And it, it does. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea why the designer gave the second ball an extra curve stroke. Although I noticed it was removed on the end game title screen. Interesting. Timmy Mac goes, fun game. I wish I had more experience with it growing up. But speaking from now, it's a good time. Looking forward to hearing your memories. Well, at this point of the show, I've probably heard them all anyway. And you're both stupid. He didn't say that last part. I just no. wanted to pretend like he was a, a mean person. He actually said that, uh, that we're awesome and excellent. Well, thank you, Danny. Andrew Coed, uh, you've already read his and he wrote a lot here. Don't have to read it <laughs> You can summarize if you want to. Nope. This is a game I played a lot with my friend growing up. Shout out to Little Vado. A one-on-one half-court basketball? Yes, please. I'll have what he's having. This may not be the best game, but it is fun enough to keep coming back to and lots of fun with a friend. Agreed, Andrew. I think it might have been on... It might have had a two-on-two mode as well, but we mostly played one-on-one. I have serious nostalgia glasses for this one. So, that's my phone ringing that we didn't uh, cut off. So, if it is not Retro Bliss approved, I'm going to be heartbroken. It's okay, Andrew. This game was Retro Bliss approved. Johnny, come on. You like basketball. You should like this game, right? I just realized one of you, or maybe both, are going to say Little Vado. That is going to be entertaining, regardless of how the rest of the show goes. So, that makes me feel like I'm saying it wrong. How would you think you Let say me look it? at it. Is it V-A-T-O? Yep. Little Vato. Let's go Lil Vado. Like right. Novato. You say Vado and I say Vado. One of us is going to be right. Or I had it the other way around. It's the other way around. That's okay. fine. <laughs> Stay positive and love your life, everyone. Go Denver Nuggets. That's a basketball team, Trevor. Oh, okay. 
uh, Michael son said, looking at the cartridge, it brings back a lot of memories. Mario, Dunk Hunt, Mega Man, if it weren't for the label, I've never heard of it. Trevor actually posted a picture of it with a lot of other games around it. Uh, Christopher oh, Kellogg, yeah. of course, the grandmaster of serials, said, Jammer was a top-notch defender. This game was great two players. Around the world was a good addition. Can't wait. Christopher, buddy. We thought so, too, growing up, that Around the World was amazing. And to be fair, it's kind of cool that it added another mode. Mm-hmm. But I feel that the execution of it now, looking at it now, <laughs> was pretty flawed. It's like an unfair mini game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's all our feedback. Uh, thanks for uh, feeding back. <laughs> Speaking of feeding back, yeah. let's chow down on this commercial break. Let's do it now. If you think you've played in-your-face basketball before, wait until you shoot some hoops from Jellico. You'll run and gun, jam and slam in the fastest schoolyard game in town. Here's action so real, you'll see it come to life right before your eyes. And for exciting baseball, swing for the fences with faces loaded, both for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Live action that never ends. Delicious. Oh, that was scrumptious. So you know what it's time for, Johnny? Uh, I couldn't possibly guess. I've been waiting for this. Yeah, what's the time You've for? been waiting for this. Have I? It's the Bliss Quiz. Quiz. show where we get to talk about games and we're gonna start with your first question i'm rearranging my questions as we speak play along at home see if you can beat our score it's a weekly game show we got to talk about games games i don't even know why i said that it's not what i meant to say i love it that's why i don't think and talk at the same time it's dangerous so three questions each let's see who wins okay your first question i'm glad you explained all that yeah you got to assume people have never listened to us before. That's right. Which they probably not made it this far. Or again. <laughs> On the website, uh-huh. Ranker.com, Ooh. which I pulled from before, uh, there were 102 voters ranking all 104 Nintendo sports games on the NES. Okay. All 104 NES sports games, which is amazing there's that many. Although, I'll be honest, some of them I don't know if I really call a sports game, but, you know, whatever. Where does hoops fall? Somewhere between number one and number 104, all the NES sports games. And if you get within 10, I'll give you the point. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, you got to think about your classics. Like, you know, I mentioned Super Spike Volleyball and there's Super Dodgeball. And a lot of people love Techno Football. But there's Techno Football. Techno Basketball. Um, but there's a lot on there that you probably haven't even heard of. Where do you think Hoops falls? Out of 104? Yep. Uh, I'm going to give voters. it a, a 67. No, it's number 32. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I'll give you a chance for a glory point. Okay. What do you think the number one sports game is? Uh, Techno Bowl. Would be my guess. Actually, Techno Super Bowl is number two. Oh. It's Punch Out. Ah, I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. I, me too, but it's a fantastic game. Yeah, it is awesome. We're going to have to review that sometime. That's a boxing game I actually like. Yeah. You know why? It has a lot of character in it. It does. Here we go. Trevor. All mine are about the NBA All-Star game, which legit just happened, because as we usually do, we wait for an event to happen, and then uh, 
bank on that event after it's already done. <laughs> so here, let me give you a little tip about how much I've been in the sports this year. I had no idea that was happening. Yep. That's not why I wanted to cover this I watched game. it last night. Here we go. Yep. Trevor, the first NBA All-Star game, which is just where the best players that are picked from the fans and the stuff uh, just play each other in uh, just a fun uh, fun game of basketball. Here uh-huh. we go. The first NBA All-Star game took place in 1951. Who won the game? I'm going to give you two choices. You have a 50% chance to get this right. Mm-hmm. It, was either, it was either A, the West, or B... I did that wrong already. It's either A, the East, or B, the West. Which one? Who won? East or West? Who won East or West? Yep. Just take a wild guess. Uh, East. You got a point. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a total 50-50. So, I mentioned this game was developed by Jalico. Mm-hmm. Or Halico. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I keep wanting to say Halico, but I don't know if that's right. It was actually developed, though, by ICOM. A-I-C-O-M. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, too. I which, believe it's Ecom. Acom. Acom. <laughs> which of these is not a game developed by ICOM? Okay, got you. Totally Rad, Mega Pulsing Star, Vice Project Doom, The Moffat Conspiracy. Vice Project Doom. No. Ah. Uh, totally Rad, which is a game I own. It sounds fake. They I knew that was a real game. Yeah, Vice Project Doom and Moffat Conspiracy. Mega Pulsing Star I just made up. Ah. Uh, so, all of them sound like they could be a thing, yeah. though. Very well done. See, you always, you've been complaining lately that I've been giving you impossible questions, so I gave you a really easy one to start out you with. Yeah, thank you. Trevor. <clears throat> Who won the very first slam dunk contest? Oh wow! Every All Star Weekend they have the all they have the dunk contest. Muggsy Bogues showed up. <laughs> I'm giving you four to choose from. Okay. Muggsy Bogues is not one of them. Okay. Uh, a was it Julius Irving? B was it Michael Jordan? Never heard of him. C was it Dominique Wilkins? Or D was it Vince Carter? Who won the NBA slam dunk contest for the very first time? Whenever they did it, I thought Michael Jordan probably would have won if he was even in the first one. But I don't even know if he was in the first one. I'm going to go Vince Carter. Sorry. It was Julius Irving. Oh, I've never heard of him. Dr. J. I don't know if you've heard of that name. Oh, I've heard Dr. J. He's a guy who had a huge fro, too. Okay. He's actually pretty awesome. Well, so what did I get? One or two right? You got uh, one so far. One. You got one right so far. All right. Which well, is one more than I have, I think. Your final question. Did I get the first one of yours right? You did not know. <laughs> So, here's your final chance to get a point. Your last question. I don't know, I don't know why I asked like I, like I did. I had to think about it. And I was like, no. <laughs> so, you have a one of three trance because it's a multi-choice question. What a, what a, For, one of three trance. Get in your trance. Okay. It's a simple question, Johnny. What is the Japanese name for hoops? Okay. Is it Go Go Make a Basket Quick Time? Is it Moro Moro Junior Basket? 2012? Is it shoot, shoot, cool jump shooter? <laughs> yes, one of these is correct. Would you like them again? They also vaguely racist. Way. Well, the one that's correct, I just tried to do other two other ones that sounded similar. <laughs> I figured you did. Here they are again. Go, go, make a basket quick time. I want it to be that one more than anything. Moro, Moro, junior basket. <laughs> or shoot, shoot, cool jump shooter. I'm going to go with the middle one. That's correct. Ah, oh, dang it. You know why I didn't go with the A one? The one I really wanted to yeah. be? Because I wanted it to be that yeah. one. So that's how I knew it wasn't I think that would have been a better name. Yeah. So we have one apiece. My chance to beat you on the final question. Here we go. Trevor, who was named the MVP of the 2018, the one that happened literally as of this recording yesterday, NBA All-Star Game? I'm going to give you four choices. One of these players was named MVP of you that know, game. I didn't even watch it, so I have no idea. I know. That's why I'm t- you can just take a shot in the dark. A, was it Russell Westbrook? B, was it Steph Curry? 
C, was it LeBron James? Or D, was it Kevin Durant? Steph Curry. Trevor, we have tied on oh. Bush Quiz. It was LeBron James. Wow. I just knew you were going to guess LeBron James because you heard of him. I've heard of him and Steph Curry. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's only with the list, obvious. Yeah. yeah. But so well, now uh, that we've got that out of the way. It is out of the way? It is. I think it's time to do our due diligence. We actually are proud and happy and a little shocked that we have new patrons to yeah this week so now it's time for a for a patreon shout outs at the end of the show so it's been i guess two weeks since we've actually recorded since i went on a little trip and we've had three new patrons since then so uh, oh you, you guys are awesome let's do it so thank you brand new patreon daniel chavez thanks daniel daniel we know because he actually came and visited us Yep. Visited us? He saw the Shire in person. That's right. He did. He smelled the body odor. He did. He was there. Yeah. And then, and then it was quickly rushed off because of your work. Yes. <laughs> it was a terrible visit, really, but thanks for coming. <laughs> and then one of our longtime patrons, one of our stalwarts, yeah. like the stones in our defensive wall. There we go. Against boredom. Michael Thompson. That's right. Our friend in defense there. We He is much needed, and we are grateful for him. And then, good old Timothy McGowan, a.k.a. Timmy Mac. What's up, Timmy Mac? And that, then... That's how I say hey to him every time, yep. and he hates it. He, <laughs> hates, he, he told uh, me he actually hates your face. He probably should. Yeah. Then we have this guy that I never quite remember who he is, but he goes by the name Andrew Coed. Andrew Coed. Andrew Coed. Oh, yeah. He was on our show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We was, interviewed him fun once. time. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. What's up, Drew Ange? And then, Caleb Dixon, who I believe has also been just one of our longtime supporters. That's right, yes. Leaving us one of our earliest iTunes reviews and just always been a supporter. A real a retro blister. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for being a blister, sir. <laughs> and then, another brand new, as of uh, the time we're recording this, patron, Christopher M. Scholes. Oh, what's up? We got a brand new blister right there. Yep. <laughs> brand new retro blister. You think me calling them that is a good thing or a bad thing? Just a horrible thing. Probably. Let's go blisters. But hey, another new one. Oh my gosh. It's Jason Wilson. What's up, Jason? Thanks for becoming a brand new retro blister. <laughs> and Jason, I have a horrible memory, but I don't remember ever seeing you like interacting on our Facebook or Instagram. So uh, reach out to us. Let us know you're a real person. <laughs> what does it matter? Because you're not on Facebook or Instagram. You don't exist. What do they have to reach out? I just why like interacting with our fans. Why, why do you have to be so cold-hearted? Why can't, I'm not being cold-hearted. Why can't he just enjoy the show and support it and not have to feel obligated to interact with stuff? Because I need to tell him <laughs> that in a very non-stalkish way, I think that he's a handsome follower and listener. We need attention. This is getting creepy. It is. And we need attention. Speaking of uh, creepy, where you apologize, Keith Farnham, but thank you for your support. Yes. Thank you, Keith. We appreciate it. We actually appreciate all y'all, all you and all of you retro. But unlike Blisters. Johnny, I'm not going to forget Mike Vito. Oh, I thought you were done. You paused <laughs> no, like forever. I did. We have nine now. It takes longer. Oh. I'm going to have to start going quicker. Oh, oh. So thank you, everybody. Yeah, thanks, Vito. We appreciate it, everybody. Uh, all you retro blisters out there. <laughs> Ever since I don't You're remember. full of pus and love. We yeah. appreciate it. Like yeah. any blister, really. That's right, yeah. And retro blisters stand united 
in our and chat. Fight against clear skin. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, yeah, that's a good note to end it on. We'll see you soon. Hey, guess what? What? Next week is our patron pick for February, which means I'm going to shut the voting down probably by the time. Yeah. I'll give them a day or two after they hear this, probably. When I stop recording, I want you to tell me what's in the lead right now. It is still Solomon's Key, but there's several other options now. Oh, man, I kind of hope Solomon's Key.